0: Hello, everyone, welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Parents Panel Podcast. A lot of peas in there. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. Uh, and this week, I am joined by our panel of experts, Dreams Unlimited Travel Agent, Kristen Turner.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Dreams Unlimited Travel, Chris, Travel Agent, Chris Warbeck. hello. Hello. <laughs> Dreams Unlimited Travel employee and producer of all good things, all good content, Greg Williams. Ahoy, oh, ahoy. Thank you guys for being here and for joining me on this panel. Thank you, everybody at home, for joining us as well. Um, hopefully, this, you have joined us before. This is our second episode in our new uh, podcast series. And just to sort of recap, we are focusing on parents traveling with kids to not only Disney destinations, but we're focusing on Disney destinations because that's something we all love and enjoy. And uh, for those of you who know me, I don't have any kids. So I tend to be surprised when I hear things that uh, I did not know. So I'm excited to learn along with our audience uh, about what is happening for folks who do travel with their kids. So we're gonna start with a question that is probably The number one question I get, and I think many of our agents get, from parents, maybe new parents or people who are new to Disney, when is the best time to take your kids to Disney? We're going to focus on Walt Disney World at the moment because I realize this could change depending on the destination, different for Cruise Line, different for uh, Universal Studios or Disneyland. We're going to focus on Walt Disney World. And people want to know what's the best time to take the kids to Walt Disney World. My advice is take them when I'm not there. All right. So I'm going to start with uh, Kristen and Kristen, um, you know, we've, I joked about this before you have a lot of children. So I imagine that for you, this might be a more complex uh, math equation because of the ages of your kids and all of that sort of stuff. But for the, For the person who comes to you and says, listen, what's the best time for me to take my kid to Walt Disney World? What would your response be?
1: So typically for um, saving money, I would always say I I always lean towards September. Um, That's a good time for for discounts and weather's starting to get a little better. And uh, crowds are a little less because people don't uh, typically take. Their kids right out of school once they've just started, but that's not the best time for everyone. Um, as you know, you'll hear people that that can't take their kids out of school, and so when it comes to that, I say summer. So I know everybody is scared of summer, but we have found especially July and August is not near as crowded as it used to be, and it is hot. We know that, but uh, as far as crowds, the crowd levels aren't as bad, and they have been typically offering discounts for. Summer travel for Walt Disney World lately, and um, I always th- say that I have always have more travelers in October than I have in July and August. And uh, the uh, like, I'm from the Midwest, so it's just as hot here as it is there. So I have a lot of locals that I talk to that I'm like, if you can handle the heat here, you can handle the heat there. But I know that's not for everyone. And then also, also you don't have to take your kids out of school in those months. Um, But it's a total different question for some people. So if you have somebody who says they're a teacher and that's the only time they can travel, that's, that's going to be my answer is summer, avoid, avoid breaks. You know, you've got Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those ones are both, both very popular and expensive times to travel. Um, But my overall first answer is always September, if you can do it. Um, And that's not everybody's. I don't know if that would be everybody's answer, but I'm curious to see what Chris says.
0: So, Kristen, not everybody is comfortable taking their kids out of school, right? That's a, that's a big thing that we get is I don't want to take my kids out of school, especially when school first starts. However, I know a bunch of people who prefer that, who say, listen, I, if I'm going to get my vacation in, I'm going to go when school just starts. So I know the kids aren't going to miss anything. Do you think that's a, a way that people can come in September or do you think people should wait till school starts and then, you know, let the kids get acclimated and then take some time off?
1: September used to be the, my favorite time uh, when my kids were younger, like kindergarten, first grade. I, I didn't mind taking them out of school right at September. As they get older, it is getting harder. We can't, we can't do that time of year anymore, but it, it just totally depends on where you're at too, because sometimes they don't start till after Labor Day. We start middle of August. So we're about two weeks in when, when September hits. And uh, I do find lots of people will go ahead and take them out, but and it's a great time because like I said, discounts and the uh, crowds aren't bad. So uh, I always find that um, Labor Day weekend is actually less crowded than you'd imagine. It is a holiday weekend, but school's, Just starting for lots of people, so it's that's just September is always my like if you're looking for least crowd, least cost, that's a good time. But then, of course, obviously, uh, if you want to hit some of the best times of year, things going on, you've got Halloween and Christmas. Those are wonderful times to go too.
2: But One of the little known things is that the end of August, because Kristen just said her kids start Mm -hmm. in mid-August, Florida schools generally start earlier in August. So that last part of August, if you're here in the Northeast, where most of us start soon after Labor Day, um, usually the day after Labor Day, those last end of August can be a good time where you get both. You can get quieter crowds, but don't have to take your kids out of school. Yeah.
3: I'll say from my, uh, from growing up, uh, every school is also different too. And like my elementary school, I think we had three different classrooms for every grade and it was never always the same group. And I, I know there was at least two or three years in there where none of my friends from the previous school year really crossed over into the next year. And so then you're starting over with all new kids that you might right. not be comfortable with. And my parents never took us at that time, but I can, I can think back to that and to like those first couple weeks were integral is getting like established since you weren't seeing the same people as you were before. So if you are in a bigger area that maybe that is the same thing too, it might not be something your kids are necessarily saying, but yeah, you don't also want to put them in a wrong position where they they disappear and all of a sudden you know they're they're not making friends when everyone else is but that's or if they're
0: if they're in they're in that position of changing grades where they might be going from an elementary to a middle school and it's a important to be part of the crowd and to have all of that going for them
2: um one of the One of the real interesting things after having become an agent, and I was a dreams client before I became an agent. So I've, I've seen the world from both sides, but one of the things when I became an agent is I'm not planning my trip. I'm planning your trip. And so for, uh, I have to find out what's the best for you. For some people, they're looking to avoid crowds. Some people want the holidays, you know, that and Chris between Christmas and new year's, the most busy time right and but that's what they want they want that holiday atmosphere that's what they're so i think our job as agents is to talk to the guests and find out what is their priority is it they don't want crowds is it how comfortable are they taking their kids out of school um you know i think outside of uh, christmas and thanksgiving those periods uh spring break march is is pretty crazy now in terms of crowds. Um, but one of the advantages that you get is everything's happening, right? You get the holiday parties, you get the Halloween parties, you get all the restaurants are open. Sometimes when you come in maybe a January or a period like that, it, things will be down for refurbishment. They're, the holiday parties certainly are finished and over with. So it's, you kind of have to, I walk. Clients through what is their priority? What do they really want? What are they looking for out of their trip? Absolutely.
0: I like that yes, we got. I like that we got a tell from Chris. When Chris is serious, the class is coming. <laughs> now that's a towel. I'm going to play poker with Chris. Um, I'm sorry, Kristen I went for a stupid yeah, job. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all over you. Please
1: go. Uh, no, that's fine. I was just saying. Yeah, it's a, that's what I was thinking. Um, it is a definitely a loaded question. Like, what's the best time to go? Overall, I always just like start with September. But if they're if they say that's not going to work, I'm a teacher, whatever. But you have to just go with whatever works for the person. And sometimes it's limited. Um, and don't be scared of, of summer. Like it's for crowds because I yeah. know that was traditionally when it seemed to be the most crowded, but that has changed it's for sure. Anymore, and then, right. and spring break too. Um, it's another one that's tricky because not everybody has the same spring break cool. and sometimes it revolves around Easter and sometimes it's, it just depends on where you're at. So not even around in where I'm at spring break varies by di- district. So It's just it's hard to plan that one, too, on what's going to be the crowded spring break at Disney. And if just go with if that's when your kids are going to go out and you don't want to take them out of school, then you're just you're limited to that
2: time. But there there are also other events that happen at Walt Disney World that you need to think about. Uh, Early January is the Walt Disney World Marathon goes on generally a very crowded time. So I I wouldn't go on that weekend if I was just looking. If you're not going for the run, I would avoid that weekend. There are a bunch of cheer competitions that happen uh, throughout the year. And and all the agents share all these dates because some people just don't want to stay in that during that period of time, particularly if you're they put all the cheer people at the value resorts. And if you're going to stay at a value resort, it can be a little bit loud when you have a lot of girls cheering jokes and they practicing and can be a little loud. So, so there's those kinds of things that, that get woven in through the year that you need to think about. So that's my, is always just to let, let clients know, you know, Hey, this is to what you need to be aware of. This may be going on all those kinds of things.
0: It's interesting as Kristen, you touched, uh, touched on summer and how it's sort of changed a little bit with crowds At doing this for as long as we've been doing it. It's, you can see the shift, right? I remember when we used to tell people first two weeks in December, that was the sweet spot. That's when you want to be here. Lowest crowds, best weather, a lot of stuff going on. However, now Disney has figured out how to take those less busy times of year and add events and festivals that fill those things in, you know, extending the parties and uh, making, you know, food and wine now 11 months long. These are all things they've done that have gotten the crowds to sort of shift their patterns. So it's interesting to hear you say that beginning of summer is less crowded. Cause I will tell you this from a locals perspective, we avoid the summer at all costs. The last thing we want to do is be in a park when it's that hot. So, you know, that's a good tip for folks who maybe don't care about the heat or don't mind that or the kids don't care because. You know, they can go splash around in a splash pad or something like that.
1: I do see June and May are a little usually higher than July and August months. But July and August for years have been lower for me than October, November, December, for sure.
0: I agree. Craig, as a local what are you telling folks when you say like maybe your family and friends to come and visit? Is there something that you're telling them that should be a better time of year than
3: others? Uh, I mean, it's tough, especially since we are still so new as parents. Um, Honestly, as, as far as predicting crowd levels and temperature even that's all over the place like as of when we're recording this we just had two of the most beautiful weekends we've ever had for fall in florida in the years i've lived here and you know as quick as they come they're gone and in terms of crowds uh last week there was no one here and you know that was coming right after uh after um uh indigenous people's day and then All of a sudden, this week that I don't think there's anything happening in Florida, it's just been insane to the point that there's been multiple days where I show up and I'm parking at the end of a parking lot and like, I can just go home and (laughs) I don't have to deal with this. So it's – I. I'm finding with as much as I go that I can't even predict anything anymore. Like talking about December. Yeah. My family used to always come uh, the first, once I was into college and I would get out a little earlier, we would usually come sometime in those uh, first couple weeks of December. But then the past two years uh, I found that like in the week up to Christmas that used to be insane is now completely dead. Uh, And you know, that'll probably end up changing this year because once word gets out that there's a slow time, I feel like Everyone it's, flocks. it's like the light, then the everyone's <laughs> flying towards the light, then hoping for that. Uh, as far as with my family and, uh, with an infant, I will say summer was awful. Uh, we. I, as I talked about in the first one of these, we were like very concerned about overheating the child and, uh, that was like always on our minds. So we're the insane people that had like 17 fans set up on the <laughs> stroller blowing as much as possible, but yet we still couldn't seem to get the stroller to cool down. And so that's like one of those things I, I know next year, it'll be a better summer for us and we'll feel more comfortable, but That was, that was brutal. Um, I, I love that as an infant, we were able to take him to, uh, to, uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. We, uh, Kylie and I went with Rhino and, uh, we did Lock, Shock and Barrel from Nightmare Before Christmas and then put Rory in an Oogie Boogie outfit and took him to meet Jack and Sally. And that was, that was incredible. So if you know there's like, if you can, if you can dress your child up in a specific way and exploit them for not so scary, <laughs> I think that's an, an excellent time of year to come. I'm very excited about the holidays going into January and February because for me, uh, we're on that – we're on that weird point where we've already established a bedtime and a set schedule with him because of his daycare and just for needs. So right now we're struggling with like the theme parks are all open till nine, ten o'clock. Uh, but because of, you know, we have to work and then pull him out of daycare. It's like we can't really take him on weeknights to visit and then by Seven o'clock, he's in bedtime routine for eight. So we feel like we miss out. But, uh, once you get to those slower times of year where the parks aren't open as long, it gets darker, like it'll actually, it'll play to our advantage, especially on weekends that we feel like we can have kind of a better day when, when everything's just a little, you know, a little shorter in terms of the days. And, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to experience that time period. It might not work out. So check in with me in a couple months, but <laughs>
0: you will um, for
3: sure. Yeah.
0: I like how now you're you're exploiting uh, Rory for that. When you used to do Rhino, you used to dress Rhino up, you know, to meet the characters.
3: Oh, I listen. I will exploit anyone for my own personal gain and enjoyment, if possible. Uh, it's it just goes with the territory of my personality.
0: Yeah, that's excellent to know. Um, yeah, so again, I think I think we you know we have a general idea of what we like to tell our clients, but again, it, we, part of what we do is we want to make sure that um, we are tailoring to our clients' needs. So we listen to what their concerns are and what they can and can't do, and we want to make sure that we are advising them accordingly. You know, there's a lot of stuff on the Internet where people make these blanket statements. And, you know, it has to be in, you know, the last two weeks in August. You know, that's, that's not how we operate. We listen to everybody carefully. I want to uh, I want to go on to one more thing before we close out the show. And one of the things that we do as an agency is we try to offer our clients tips and tricks, things that we think will help you have a better vacation, that might um, might fix a problem that we see, to let you have a little bit more time or enjoy something. So I've asked these guys to come up with just one tip, a little something that you might want to share for folks listening to the show about traveling with kids, what would you tell them if they said to you share one tip to um, help folks have a better vacation with their children? I'm going to start with Kristen.
1: Um, I just, I was going to share a tip with the holidays coming up um, with kids where you have every toy and everything you have in the world Um, is to this is what we do for birthdays, Easter, Christmas. We ask family to buy Disney gift cards, um, so that you can have the kids can have money to spend, to spend on the trip. And then of course, uh, target, you can, if you have the target red card, you can get 5% off. And then Sam's club offers And I think, I don't know about Costco and the other warehouse, um, type places. Cause we just have Sam's club. Um, I think they do offer some discounted, uh, or Disney gift cards as well. And I think that's a great way uh, to help save money and have the kids have their own things to get souvenirs. And um, it, and you can also use them to pay for your trip, but I think we usually just use them to help save money. And then also with the holidays coming up, uh, like I like to give an experience at Disney world instead of a gift. So for example, say, okay, you're going to get to build a droid at Disney, uh, you know, just maybe a certificate of some sort rather than something else that is just, I mean, the droid eventually is going to take up room in your house, <laughs> but <laughs> before, like the the um, one thing that I, I'm going to do this year is I'm going to book the fireworks dessert party for my sister's family um, and ours uh, to go. And so I did, so that's like a different kind of Christmas gift. And of course it's an experience and s- instead of, all the junk that we have in our house.
0: Right, exactly. Let me ask you about the gift cards. What kind of denominations are you giving the kids? I mean, is it different depending on their age?
1: um, Typically, for like a birthday, somebody gives them a $25 one. um, And I will buy $50 ones for each kid for um, like a stocking thing. And then they have all the money they want to spend when they get there.
2: All right. So I, I did. Th- I did this with Nick as well. My son Nick as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a great way for them to learn about budgeting and money because they know how much is on the card and like. And then they're not constantly peppering me with like, "Can I get? Can I get?" Like, you have your money, your gift card. You can get what you want within that gift card. So it's
0: that's exact as a matter of fact. That's what I was going to touch on. I was saying, do they understand? what that means to have a limited amount of, you know, a $25 gift card. Is that something that
2: it depends on, it depends on the age. Some, but it's for, for me, it was part of the process of getting Nick to understand money and that it's not, we don't just buy everything when we walk in. Um, so it was, that's been very helpful for us.
0: Hey, that reminds me. Do you know that if you book a trip through dreams, unlimited travel, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. By the end of March of 2024, we'll give you a gift card. We'll give you a gift card that's commensurate with the amount of your package vacation. This is for Walt Disney World Vacations. Uh, it's on our site. If you want more information about it, you can write to me, John, at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Wow, what an excellent little segue into that plug you guys did. All right, and you can let you you- it
2: be the money that you give the kids. So.
0: <laughs> exactly. yeah, you can say it's from Santa. <laughs> what Santa John's at you? Uh, Chris, what about you? what's your
2: tip for folks traveling? Well, I have two that are kind of related, but um, my, my rec- broad recommendation, this is kind of high level, is you know your kids better than anybody else. And there'll be all sorts of people. John mentioned, you know, these people who say you have to do, you have to do. You know your kids and plan the trip around your kids. So some for Nick. If we always went back to the hotel midday to nap, it was what he needed. We didn't do fireworks uh, when he was three, four years old, because he would have been just a, a mess. It would have been, it would not have been fun for anybody. So, and I knew fireworks weren't, were going to be around. So it's like, it's, they're not going away. So I, I think plan a trip around your kid. I personally don't like doing the baton death march where like, we're going through the, we're going to make it through till it closes. That's not fun for me. I don't think it's fun for my kid. If that's what you like to do and your, your family can do that. Awesome. But listen to your kid. Um That relates to don't treat every, your trip like it's okay. This is our one and only, even if you're only doing Disney once, if you put all that pressure on yourself you tend not to enjoy the stuff that's going on around you. You're busy, like racing from one thing. And there's so much magic that goes on just in those moments that you don't really expect something to happen. It could be at a dinner. It could be at a whatever, where something great happens. Enjoy. Be sure to enjoy those those moments because those are as important as checking off a list and getting, off, getting every attraction done. Um, so just really enjoy the space. I guess.
0: Do you think, I mean, unless you've got a a kid who is, you know, really, really on the internet and looking at everything, do you think kids realize what they're, what they don't get to do? I mean, I think that that's more of a parent pressure than Mm -hmm. for kids. And
2: and what I always say to folks is I've been to Disney world I mean, probably a hundred, hundred more times. I, I haven't done everything there is to do. It. You can do archery for goodness' sakes. You can ride horses. You can go uh, meet rhinos at the at uh, um, at Animal Kingdom. There's all sorts of things you're not going. There are 300 restaurants. You're not going to do everything. You just aren't. It's it's an enormous place. So enjoy the things you do, and don't beat yourself up about the things you don't get to do. Whippy how I generally try and lead folks.
0: Excellent. I think that's great advice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Craig, what about you? Do you have a tip?
3: Yeah, I'm going to say that for anyone taking their first trip with, uh, with, you know, their first child or new child, whatever, uh, even if money's tight, even if it's like one of those things where you're, you're putting it all into just getting there uh, still, Try to find something special and unique that you will have to remember for the trip or the kid will have. Uh, I want to call out behind Kristen. It's what yeah. inspired me. She has two of them, yeah. the silhouettes uh, oh, yeah. that you can get at Magic Kingdom as well as one. Disneyland. Uh It's perfect for adults, what? too. The first one I ever got <laughs> was... Favorite. um it was with Kylie and I, and we did it on our first trip to Disneyland together. But with a kid, that's also a good gift. Um, it, you know, you you can only get it on that first trip where it's like, yeah, this is, this is from the very first one. You can do it anytime, but it's, it's always going to be more special on the first one. Uh, same thing goes with like Mickey ears that you can get customizable. Uh, you know, that's, that's a good way to have it where you're always going to know. Yeah. That was from, that was from the first one, especially when they're the really small Mickey ears that are tinier than the rest of them, or even find a unique, uh, a unique plush uh, stuffed animal. Uh, they, they, they kind of change throughout the years, but, you know, you can always get that photo with the kid in, in on that first trip with that unique one that, you know, they're not going to get rid of. Like for mine, uh, I still have my Chippendale Rescue Rangers plushes for my very first <laughs> trip in 92. And uh, there's a picture of me that I'm sprawled out, I believe, at at uh, at orlando international airport where i have them both in my arms and i'm laying on top of my dad's duffel bag just passed out and like for that reason alone i can never get rid of them and it's just always connected so whether it's a silhouette mickey ears uh that unique thing just spend the money even if you you don't have a lot of it, just spend it anyways because that's something you'll always be able to keep. It won't be uh, it won't go into Kristen's junk pile and throw away <laughs> eventually.
2: And there are and special you know, things you can lot. do. You can get uh, your kids' first haircut on or a haircut on Main Street, and they'll give them a certificate. And I think M- M- Mickey ears come with it and stuff, mm-hmm. which is a, w- what a great way to celebrate the first haircut. So there's all sorts of special things you can do.
0: Um, keep it going, too. Totally free. Get the My First Visit button. Um, don't spend any money. Just go to, to Town Hall. I guess they're still going to Town Hall. I haven't done it in a long time. Um, the trick is that when you put it on your kid, stop when your kid winces. You might have done too far. Um, so just that's my little parenting trip I want to give you. And then the thing I want to say is I would like people, and I'm not, being a jerk about this, I promise. Please stop turning to your kids and saying, Do you know how much money I've spent on this vacation? Yeah. That to me, we're in the Magic Kingdom or we're in somewhere and it just breaks my heart. I get it. These vacations are expensive. Nobody knows better than I do because I see what people are paying for their vacations and it's very, very expensive. But don't use it as a weapon to get your kid to do something that they don't want to do or a ride they're afraid of or something like that. It just, it just breaks my heart to hear people say that. So, there we go. I've got my little rant in, I guess. I don't know.
3: I mean, you you didn't get the message through to me because I'm still going to tell Kylie that. <laughs> opportunity. But I appreciate the advice, John. Well, it's okay for Kylie. It's just not okay for Rory. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I say that to Kevin every time we go out. Every time we leave the out. Do you know how expensive you are? All right, guys, thank you so much for this great conversation. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed hearing your tips and tricks to uh, help with folks with kids and discussing what time of year would be the best for them. Um, Again, looking forward to doing many more of these. Really excited. We'll bring out different topics. I want to encourage folks, if you have a topic you want us to cover, you can write to me, john at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, and I will gather those up. And use those for future shows. And also, if you have a question that you'd like to have answered, we'll put together somewhere down the road a QA and a show where we just go through all of our questions and let our panel answer those. Just uh, to let you know what our plan is, we're going to be bringing in more and different Dreams Unlimited travel agents and employees in the future, all with kids. So you may not see these guys again in this particular panel format, but I know for a fact I'll be asking both uh Kristen and chris to join us again and craig has to be here so he has no choice (laughs) all right everybody thank you guys again for participating in this panel i truly appreciate it thanks thank you everybody at home for listening and watching Mm -hmm. we hope you have a great week and we hope you have a great vacation with your kids